Hello and welcome to the Should I Go See a Podcast. I'm your host, Bill George. With me, as always, is AJ Rebecca. AJ, hello. Hey, Bill. Today we're talking about The Shape of Water, directed by Guillermo del Toro. Uh, AJ, you want to give us a little background on this yeah, one? I'm kind of disappointed by IMDb because it's the, the worst <laughs> synopsis I've ever read. Oh, boy. It's a one-liner. In a 1960s research facility, a mute janitor forms a relationship with an aquatic creature. I mean, that, I mean, that's pretty spot on, though. Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. So, Bill, yep. should I go see it? No. Oof. I got some problems with that, and I haven't <laughs> even seen it. <laughs> I thought you might. You're like you, your number one director of all time is like Christopher Nolan. Yes. I feel like my number one director of all time is Guillermo del Toro. Uh, oh, wow. And because I, mean, I, I, live, liked him, but I live up in the burbs, so yeah. I have to wait for all these like, you know, art house indie movies to come my way. Mm-hmm. You live in the city, so you get it right away. Right. So the fact that you said no. Um, kind of hurts. Hurts yeah. my feeling. Yeah, I, I knew you might be surprised by that. I know a few people were surprised by that. So let me give you a little, little background, a little context on on the way I think of things when it comes to the site and why I started Should I Go See It to begin with because it kind of gives a little insight. I swear we'll get back to this movie. No, okay. Uh, Take me on a ride. <laughs> but back in the day, growing up, uh, it all began <laughs> when I was a youngster. I saw movies. That's what I did. I would get dismissed from school. My mom would take me to see movies opening day on, on Fridays when Jesus it was like a big Christ. release. Like it was movies for my life. As I got older, I realized not everybody sees movies that way. And no. I was the abnormal one. Very. Uh, so <laughs> people knew though that I saw everything. So they would ask me, should I go see it? When I said I had seen whatever movie. And that's when I started to realize that people aren't seeing two movies a week like I am. There are people who only go to a couple movies a year if that. If that. Right. So Shit, I don't think my parents have seen a movie in like two decades. Right. Yeah. So so I started the site, I think at this point it was seven or eight years ago, to help answer that question of should you go see it and whether a movie is worth the average person to go out and take the time and take the money and get a babysitter if need be and like do all those things to go see a movie. Are they going to get enough out of it that it, it merits that going out to view it? Okay. Uh, so that was always my thought. And it puts me in a tricky position because while I sort of label myself as a film critic or amateur film critic, I don't always align with the, the vast majority of film critics on something like this, like a art house movie like Shape of Water, where major cinephiles are going to say, yes, Guillermo del Toro is a master. This is genius and all these things. Whereas for me, just as an entertainment value uh, you know, recommending it to the guy next door to go see or gal next door. Uh, I don't think there's enough there. And it, and it puts me in a tough spot with some other movies too, to give you some examples of sort of the spectrum I'm talking about. Something like this was a softer no versus a movie like ghost story, which is going to be on a lot of people's top lists is a very difficult movie. It's a challenging movie. It's slowly paced. It's very thematic and it's and, not for everyone. And, and so I gave it a no. Okay. Well, I personally liked that movie. I thought sure. it was really well done. But I can't, in good conscience, send somebody Ooh. to it who's going to sit there and be like, what good is this? Guy this Bill. is stupid. And then you have a movie on the other side uh, that's a little further along, like Mother, where it is also challenging, also very thematic. But there's enough surface-level entertainment value that you can get something out of it. And I think people do need to get pushed a little bit and be challenged a little bit to think uh, so a movie like Mother, I gave a, a yes to, and that will absolutely be one of my top movies of the year, if not my top movie of the wow. year. So I have to kind of walk this line of, is it something that I like because I'm a critic and I dig into things and my my taste has developed over the the, the decades I've been doing this? Sure. And is the, Or is this a movie that the average person would like? And I and I think that I, I kind of, to quote William F. Buckley, I find the average American is a little above average. So I give people more uh. credit. I'm not like dumping on, on yeah. the average person and yeah. they're only going to go see Transformers. Like... 
I'm giving more credit than that. But even with all that said, when it comes to this movie, The Shape of Water, while on a technical level, it's quite an achievement. I love the art style. Uh, Guillermo del Toro, we talked about, is, is great. We can talk about some of his yep. back catalog that yeah. he brings to it. Uh, and he does all his technical things well. But just on a story level and on an entertainment value level, I just didn't like it. So for those who aren't, maybe have heard the name, but aren't really 100% aware, Guillermo del Toro um, is best known for films like Pan's Labyrinth. He did Hellboy, Pacific mm-hmm. Rim, mm-hmm. Crimson Peak. I mean, P- Pacific Rim and Hellboy were, were like, Kind of blockbuster, blockbuster films, for sure. You know, but he, I think he got more traction for Pan's Labyrinth and Crimson Peak for his. He's got a very unique art style. Yep. And for those who didn't know, he actually learned um, how to do uh, makeup effects by Dick Smith, who was the main guy who did for The Exorcist. Oh, good little fun yeah, fact. Good, good tidbit. So uh, Guillermo del Toro like has sketchbooks before he starts a film. Like he, he tries to build this world on paper before he brings it out, which mm-hmm. if you've seen the trailers for shape of the water, it's very intriguing because it's got this weird kind of cyberpunky pre cold war kind yeah, of feel to yeah. it, which I think a lot of people, especially critics uh, are loving, but to hear a no from you is, is, is really surprising. Yeah. And again, all that stuff is great. The execution, the art, the art styles, all that. My problem was with the story and some of the themes. So for me, this movie had too many ideas that that were none of which were like fully fleshed out. So you kind of get a sense of this from from the the trailers. But there's that '60s uh, Cold War Red Scare sort of piece to it, right? Um, there's like a Beauty and the Beast kind of feeling between the creature and uh, Sally Hawkins' character. Uh, they touch on racism and sexism and homophobia and some other themes that were happening during that time frame. They talk about artwork versus photography. Uh, they talk about like the magic, you can feel Guillermo del Toro's love for like the magic of cinema and like that plays a factor that there's a, there's the creature in it who like has some powers, but they never really developed that either. So like there's all these things happening and themes that are being introduced, but none of which being fleshed out. So on a story level, it felt a little flat to me. Now, I think from a Guillermo del Toro perspective, he's he that sounds a lot like him, is that he likes to give you little glimpses and bits. Mm-hmm. And he wants, I think sometimes the the viewer or the watcher to build that in their imagination and think about how those things would come to fruition or build out. Yeah, perhaps. But you think there's too many of those pieces to really build a solid foundation or solid finish in your mind, let alone on screen. There's just too much going on. Right. It doesn't delve deep enough, so it leaves it as that sort of surface level, um, which is fine if at the same time you're being entertained by what's presented on screen and you're having fun or whatever that may be. But because the depth wasn't there and because on a personal level, I just didn't really connect with the story. I didn't think that the relationship between her and the creature was super well conveyed to me. I didn't feel a connection there. Uh, I just ended up not really liking it, uh, which I know is very vague, but like, you know, you know it when you see it type of thing. So with the surface level stuff being not super entertaining and then there not being a ton of depth to it. Sure. For me, it ended up being uh, a no. And I think that that's how other people would would come down on it if you just walked into it cold. I think for you as a Del Toro fan, I'm gonna watch um, it. you're going to watch it and you're probably going to love it. And, uh, and, and that's cool. But and, for me, it just didn't click. Uh, Golden Glo- Globe uh, nods came out this week. Um, mm-hmm. He was nominated for Best Director for The sure. Shape of Water and the Best Screenplay. So this you're not. This is not the last you're going to hear about this film. No, not at all. Uh, as we go into award season, it's going to be big. Bill, if you could watch another movie like this that you liked 
better, what would it be? Uh, I'd go back to Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, that is my, f- uh, yeah, probably my favorite Del Toro movie. I really like Pacific Rim and Blade Two, but those are more the for for fun. Popcorn flicks. But as yeah. far as like film, uh, Pan's Labyrinth was his best work. I think if you haven't seen that, it's worth a revisit. Fair warning, it is subtitled. Uh, it was before he started doing English yes. uh, movies. But, but another Del Toro thing is the Spanish in it is extreme. The 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 writing is extremely rudimentary. So you actually can get involved in the film if you know mm-hmm. like basic Spanish and stuff like that, which I think is another reason why it's super fun to watch. Yeah. So Pan's Lab is what I would go back to. Shape of Water. I might be on the wrong side of history on this one. You are. I think you are. I haven't down. even watched it yet. But I'm gonna. I'm speaking for for the the average uh, person. I don't. I don't think this is worth it. Going out to the theater and spending all your money. You can watch it on HBO or catch it on a plane or something like that. And you might enjoy it. You might not. But go from there. All right. Yeah. All right, thank you for listening to the Should I Go See It podcast. Make sure to follow the uh, Instagram account at Should I Go See It or check out Should I Go See It.com. Mm-hmm.